Love Talk Radio. Now entering the studio of ELR Prophetic Shift, where we're spreading the gospel throughout all nations. Thank you for being our guest. God bless you. Amen. We bring special greetings, amen, from ELR Prophetic Shift Podcast Network. Amen. As we wait for, amen, the woman of God, amen, to come on on tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. We give blessings and honor. Amen. As we get ready to go into a word of prayer on tonight. Precious Father, we thank you. We thank you for the opportunity, oh God, that you're allowing us to be in your presence. We thank you for your strength. We thank you, oh God, as we go through the entanglements of the things that we are experiencing throughout the week. We thank you for your precious blood. We thank you, oh God. Father, we thank you, oh God, for your precious blood. We thank you. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, as we begin to lift our hands, as we begin to stretch out our hands on tonight. Father, we thank you for your precious blood, oh God. We thank you. It's nothing but the blood. Nothing can wash away our sins. It's the precious blood. Nothing can ever make us whole again but his blood. We thank you on tonight. Father, as we embark, amen, into another level, oh God, on tonight. As we embark into the strategy, oh God. Father, you said in your word that we put on our whole arm of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the enemy. And Father, as we send prophecy before you, as we stand in your presence on tonight, Father, we thank you. Lift your hands where you are. Lift your hands where you are. Those who are listening live, those who are listening all over the world, those who are listening, amen. I dare you to the dare you, amen, just to reach out on tonight. Hallelujah. And tune in on tonight on a mantle of prayer, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, oh God, on tonight. All right, come in. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. 
in the Old Testament. Amen. And Isaiah was a prolific and a profound prophet that walked in the realm of the Spirit with God. It was a it was a man that loved God and was determined to do and to say what God had called him to do and to say. And the chapter that we're going to deal with, amen. Amen. Book of Isaiah 6. And some people don't like to um, talk about this, but we're going to talk about, amen, the holiness, the holiness of God, not walking in with unclean spirits, unclean things, not walking in sin, um, because a lot, one of the things that, of today's society in the church world is they don't talk about um, cleanliness and loving God and purity and holiness. They talk about money and finances and faith and all these things, but the foundation of the scriptures uh, is talking about how that we should walk in the holiness of God, the sanctification of who God is. The Old Testament or the old church taught us about being sanctified. We're supposed to be set apart. We're supposed to be a holy nation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a city that sit upon the hill. But in today's society, you hear very seldom uh, people are now constantly talking about living holy, living clean, living uh, uh, under the righteousness of God because right now um, the place that we're in, um, people can decide who um, they want to look like. They can decide. They want to know um, whether they want to be a boy or girl. They can decide who they want to marry, whole, uh, whether you're a heterosexual uh, that wants to be one man with one woman or two women and two men because it is the, it's not the sanctification of God. It is not the holiness of of God, so therefore, I, the enemy, will shift you another place that you think only about your money, your money game, your power, your 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 lottery situations, your all these things. But it's very seldom that you hear that churches are constantly teaching about the holy things of God. But tonight, the Holy Spirit asks us to go into about the holy things of God. And Isaiah is writing um, uh, to the people of God. Amen. And we start out, hallelujah, praise the Lord, in Isaiah uh, chapter 6. And it says, for in the year of King Isaiah died, I saw also the Lord. So here is um, Isaiah, the prophet, now 
at expounding and letting the people know that in the same year of this king, I saw God. I saw the manifestation of him in the spirit realm. I saw him as a manifestation of his glory. I saw him, Isaiah. I saw, he said, I saw the Lord. I saw him. I saw uh, the Lord sitting upon a throne. So he had a, 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 a manifestation of who God was sitting on a throne. And we know that Jesus Christ, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost are sitting on the three of the throne of God, waiting for the time to come back and and do what he needs to do. Okay, coming, being caught up in the air, et cetera, et cetera. But Isaiah is now saying, at this point, at the beginning of this book, I saw God. We have to realize ourselves that now is the time to to seek God. We have to look for God now. Now, 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 not tomorrow. I don't need God tomorrow. I don't need God yesterday. But just like Isaiah said, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. Well, I need God now. You can have money, you can have houses, you can have land, you can have millions of dollars, but the only thing that matters is our relationship with Christ, that Christ, our relationship with him is the most important things that we can do in our lives. Once we give our lives to Christ, that's the most important thing in our lives. That we have changed our life, we have changed our God, we have changed the place in our lives that all we want to do is know about him and know he is. And how I can be just like him in every way of my life. So Isaiah is saying in the book um, that I, in the Lord, the King Isaiah died, I saw also the Lord. So the same year that the king Isaiah is saying that I saw God. He said, I, I saw God. I saw the Lord sitting high up on a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. So we don't know whether we're just having a actual um, dream about him or whatever, but he's saying that right now I happen to have this vision or I have this time with God that I saw him high, extremely high on a throne. And he was in a place that I could spiritually see God. We don't see God in the natural as a person, as a human being, but we have to go into the spirit realm. Close your eyes and look into the spirit 
realm. Close your eyes because sometimes we are moved by what we see. So just right now for just a minute, close your eyes and see the Spirit of God in your life right now. As Isaiah is expounding on what he experienced in God, he's saying, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. And he was in the temple. He was lifted up. And his train filled the temple. His extremities filled the temple. The Spirit of God was so heavy in the in the temple. In other words, sometimes, remember, we used to go to church a lot, and then we're in that church, and all of a sudden there's an anointing in that church, and this church, there's an aura in the church that just all of a sudden just sits in the congregation, and you know that the Spirit of God is filled the church itself. Well, now, Paul, he was saying to the people that he is experiencing that relationship with God in the temple. So he's dating the he's dating the time because he's seeing that this is that same year. So he's telling you when, okay, that this thing is happening. He said that I saw upon this throne lifted a train fill the temple. So I did not just saw God spiritually. But I saw not just God, but I seen his glory flowing throughout the temple. I saw his marriage, his, his, his spirit moving out the atmosphere. I saw God in a place that I've never been before. Then it was so peaceful and it was so powerful. And I was paralyzed by the beauty and the majesty of who God is in this particular temple. We can't be paralyzed by things or paralyzed by people or paralyzed by situations. But we have to look within us own selves and to know, God, where do I stand right now today? Where do I stand with you? And if I were to die tonight, where would I end up in eternity? And that's something that we must consider every day for the rest of our lives. Where will I end up in eternity with God? Will I make it in? Have I lived my life so as mad that I'm worthy enough to enter into his presence? Have I lived my life enough so close to the Spirit of God that I can enter into his temple? I can walk in his grace. I can walk in his power. And I can walk in his authority. Why? Because I am supposed to be a mirror image of who he is. And that's how come Isaiah began to say that I on the Lord's day, I saw God spiritually high up, high, high, high. It does not tell us how high he was when he saw him. But he said that, but I saw in this place, 
that there was a flowing and an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Just like years ago, there was an outpouring of the Holy Ghost on the earth, and you had all these great um, older statesmen in the gospel. They were preaching and teaching, and people were filled with the Holy Ghost, like Catherine Kuhlman and other great men and women of God, because there was an outpouring of the Holy Ghost, almost like this mirror imaging of God when he said to him, I saw God high lifted up, and his train was filling the temple, and the grace and the mercy and the kindness and the gentleness and the long suffering, everything that I needed from God was right there in that temple. And we have to go beyond ourselves because we not always, will not always dwell within this this temple. These bodies, these mortal bodies will not exist for the rest of our eternal life. And we must check and examine ourselves, examine whether we are of God. We have to examine ourselves what we said today that wasn't right and what we said was might not have been wrong or wrong. We have to examine ourselves daily to know whether uh, we are of God. It's not pointing out to you whether you ain't saved or she ain't saved. No, no. The Bible says to examine yourself. He didn't say examine everybody else that's there. No, he said examine yourself. Now, yes, you can let these get to the point so that you don't even know whether you're telling the truth. You can do so much and say so much and be so confused by the enemy whether you know whether you're telling the truth or not because they've lied. You've lied so long. You don't even know whether you're telling the truth. But Paul, he's saying to him, I, 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 Isaiah. I saw God high and lifted up. That's what Paul said. He said that all that really matters is I know him. I don't worry about your money. I don't need about your power. I don't need about my big my big um, uh, places of, of refuge. I don't want to live in a in mansions right now. I just want to know him. Well, Isaiah is saying, but I saw God. I saw God, physically and spiritually, I saw I saw God at this particular time in that place with God, and I believe and I know with a shadow of, of doubt that I saw the King of Glory. I saw the Breasted One. I know who is God is. I know Him and His resurrection power. I know Him that how He fellowships in our suffering. I know God for myself that nobody has to try to beat it in me, plow it into me. Uh, but I know Him for myself. How do I know Him? By reading my Bible. How do I know Him? By having a relationship with God. How do I know Him? By paying my tithes. How do I know him that I get in my word and dig up my scriptures and I get on my face and I talk to God constantly? That's how you get to know a person. People used to tell us a long time ago, he said, when you know, you want to know some person, you live with them for a while. 
that they're wonderful in the end, they're wonderful, but when you got to know, really know people, you got to know them, the real other side of them. You see uh, when they're moody, you see uh, when they're cheap, you see uh, when they're no good, you see when they do things that are not of God because you see them. You can physically see them, but same thing in the spirit. In the spirit, you get to know who you really are, not what your pastor says about you, not what your deacon says says about you, not what your baby name, not what your baby mama say, but you've got to know him for yourself. And when you go behind closed doors with somebody else, then that's when the real person comes out. Somebody can get a nice brand new dress and fix up and, and put your makeup on and Put your wig on or put your new, get your hair done and get your nails done, get your toes done, buy a brand new dress and strip because, you know, somehow when you get a new dress, you get a, you get a new attitude with the dress. Hallelujah. And because that, that's something you presenting yourself in the glory, you, you're, you're, you're putting on a different place in yourself. You, 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 you're moving into a different realm of the spirit of God, almost like the Bible tells us that the, that the inner court, the outer court, and then the holies of the holies. Well, the outer court, I'm just entering into its presence. But when I move into the inner court, of God. I'm getting to I'm getting closer to him. I can feel him. I can acknowledge who he is. But when I get into the holies of holies, I am now dwelling in the spirit of God. And now Isaiah is saying to him that I saw him in the spirit. I saw him for myself. Nobody can't tell me who my God is. You can't tell me what he looks like. You can't tell me how he feels. Why? Because I have experienced him for myself. And he's dating it by saying, on the year Isaiah died. That's why he says that. He's letting you know when it happened. He says, for in the year of King Isaiah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne. Almost like the Queen of England now. She has a throne. And the Queen of England now has her own throne. She has her own jewelry. She has her own place to live. She had anything that she wanted. And then one day, I was saying the other day, when the, when the queen approaches the people of England right now, that you can't turn your back on the queen because that means you disrespects me. So when the people walk right now, on the, the, the queen of England herself, even 80-something years ago, you years old, you cannot approach her without permission, and you cannot, you cannot turn your back on her because you're not referencing the God in her. You don't reference that she's the queen. Well, it's the same thing about God. When you turn yourself away from God and you don't do what God tells you to do, you don't go where God tells you to do, you're not doing what God told you to do. Why? Because you're ignoring what God telling to you. My God. My destiny might be different than your destiny, but your destiny might be my destiny. But the whole thing, we've got to reference who God is in us, the holiness of God. The whole, we're supposed to be set apart for God. We're supposed to be that light that sits upon the hill. We're supposed to be the 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 the, the holy 
people of God. But somehow, some way, in 2022, you can't tell the holy from the unholy. You can't tell the sanctified from the sanctified. You can't tell who's who because they're all walking like, talking like, like a duck, and a duck quacks and everybody else quacks because you don't know who you are. You don't know who they are. You don't know whether they're cussing or they're screaming, they're shouting. You don't know what's going on because they all walk alike. And a duck will walk like another duck, and another duck will walk another like a duck, and they're all walking around saying quack, quack, quack. But who is the real duck, and who's the ones that say? Uh-oh, uh-oh. He says, he says, he says, well, he said, Paul said, he says, for I, when I was a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, hallelujah, then I put away uh, childish things. Amen. So when I'm doing things that not godly, when I am not uh, representing the king of glory, when I am doing what I want to do, when I want to do it, when I say what I want to say because you just feel like saying or you you allow the enemy to open your mouth and use things that their lips that are not to come, come coming of the word of God. I am not doing what God called me to do. That's why he said, holy, holy, the whole earth is full of my glory. Now, that's what he says. He says that the whole earth is full of my glory. So that means when I walk in him, I talk in him, I pray, I do what God called me to do. The glory of God now sits and resides within because now I'm confessing and possessing. I am so sick of six of faith that they set they 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 they, they say one thing and they do another. Don't tell me no 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 don't 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 tell me what to let me tell you what. If you want to live right for the Lord, if you want to stop whoring, you can stop whoring. But the feels good. We move by our feelings. We don't move by the word of God. We move by <laughs> desires. We're not moving by the word of God. We're not even praying like God tells us to pray. We don't go where God tells us to go. We do what we want to do when we want to. The Bible tells us that. But on the day of Isaiah, I saw those. Isaiah said, I saw God. Amen. I've got to have a relationship. I'm not just supposed to court God. I'm supposed to be married to God. Okay. I can't sleep around, but I've got to be married. I got to have a married relationship with God. Amen. Amen. You can't put your holiness on the corner, your Holy Ghost in the corner and cuss folks out. That's Uh-oh. not God. Come on, man. Okay, you can't put your Holy Ghost and say, I'm going to put my Holy Ghost, excuse me, God, I'm going to take my Holy Ghost, I'm going to put it over here for a minute, because I want to tell them how I really feel. And as soon as oh, I finish, God, I'm going to go right back to you, and I'm repent, and I'm going to go on about my, but that's not God. Amen. That's not the holiness of God. That might be your interpretation of God, okay, because my Bible says holy, that means sacred. Sacred, consecrated, separated.
for the master's use. You cannot take your Holy Ghost and lay it down somewhere and cuss somebody out. You can't take your Holy Ghost and do what you want to do or put it in the corner and go find your little girlfriend and hang out in the corner and do what you want to do, but then you ain't going to give your wife your money. You can't do nothing for your wife. You're going to do what you want to do, but you say you say. You say you feel with the Holy Ghost, but I want you to know what? You can either, you either save or you ain't. You either in or out, but you ain't continue. You cannot confess one thing and not possess it. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Amen. That is Amen. abomination when you do one thing and say another. Walking it, preaching. I'd rather you lie to me. I'd rather you lie to me and just say you're a liar than lie to me and know you know you're a liar. Yeah, yes, yes, no is no. You know you've got to know God for yourself. My God. And not just know him. You've got to do what God tells you to do. And the holiness of God is right, holy, holy, sanctified, set apart for the master's use. I cannot be saved on Sunday and Monday cussing everybody out. Ah, how can the folks come to church and want to be like you and you perpetrating? You want to come to church and act like you king and you anointed, but you cussing folks out. You laying up. You cheating. You lying. You playing the lottery. You doing what you That is not sanctification. Walking in That's not sanctification. I've never seen so many sanctified, sanctified churches and saints that leave the church and go buy lottery tickets. By now, they have all those lottery tickets and put some money in the church. Uh uh uh. Amen. You don't hear. You don't hear. You don't hear pastors preaching against the lottery. You don't hear that. You don't hear. 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 You. You. You bid. You give. You. You. You bid. You. You speak. You lie. You cheat. And you fornicate. And you do all those things. Oh, I'm saved. Oh, I'm telling you, so and so. I'm coming by to get you. No, 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 no. First of all, you've got to be saved and delivered. We got a Amen. whole bunch of churches, people in the church. Yeah, yeah. They're in the church. They're in the building. But, oh, they save. And then, now, if they say, do they sanctified? Are they filled with the Holy Ghost? Are they dripping over with the things of God? Do they pray consistently? Do they fast consistently? Are uh, they do what God has called them to do? That's why he said, holy. Holy, the whole earth is full of my glory. Why? Because my glory is in the temple. My glory in the word of God. My glory keeps me. My glory sustains me. My glory don't allow me to move in and out when I feel like it. Because as I do, the Holy Ghost will aggravate me till I get it right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Amen. Amen. You know why all these preachers run around and they'll fornicate and they'll cheat and they'll lie. And then what they'll do, they get on their knees before they get ready to go up and preach and say, and say, oh, Lord, forgive me for my sins. I'm so sorry. But, God, I know you're a forgiving God. And so let me go on, God. And they'll get up and they'll jump on chairs all day long. And they'll do it. They'll jump from from pole to pole and church, from, from, from branch to branch. And they'll have you running around in a circle 60 minutes 
nothing else. And when you leave the church, you ain't got no money. You ain't got a dime in your pocket. You've been hypnotized by the enemy. You've been hypnotized. You ain't got no money. You ain't got no nothing. You ain't got no power. And the enemy got you so confused. You just need to, you know what? You just need to go somewhere and get saved. Some of us, we need to just get saved. I mean saved, real saved, real saved. You said, what you mean? Real say that means sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, dripping over, running over, that you know that you have the presence of God in you. When you open your mouth, hear God. When you walk before people, that the anointing is right there because you brought God with you. You don't let them go. Never will shout when somebody tell you what to do. You open your Bible, read your Bible, and build a relationship because the church is not a building. The church is supposed to be a relationship in Christ. Hey, that's right. Why you think God allowed all these churches to be shut down? It ain't just because no, no, all this this plague. Yes, there are plagues. It was all those plagues in the Old Testament, and there's plagues here now. But the plague now is half the church is out of order. The other half of the church ain't saved, and the other part that's anything's left, they're full of holish means. They're the holish preachers, holish preachers, male and female, holish preachers that are not preaching the doctrine of Jesus Christ. Walk in it, prophet. Yes, Lord. They're not preaching the doctrine of Jesus Christ. They're preaching their gospel. They're preaching your their interpretation of the gospel. They're not preaching the gospel from the Alpha, the Omega. They're preaching what you want them to do. They're preaching so they can get everything out of you. And when you die, they may not even show up to your own funeral, and somebody has to pray, preach your own funeral. Why? Because they don't care. They're about the Almighty dollar. They're about the almighty doctrine. They're not about Jesus Christ, the living God. Hallelujah. Walk in it. Walk in it. Isaiah, this prophet, this prophet was called by God. This prophet had a relationship with God. This prophet walked the earth before Jesus Christ walked in the natural on the earth and God gave him dreams and God gave him visions and God began to tell Isaiah, Isaiah, uh, your people, you know, you're a mess. If you really go into uh, some parts of the book, Isaiah is it, telling those people, get yourself right. All you're going is going whoring everywhere else. You're not following Christ. You're not following his precepts. You're not following his doctrine. You doing what you want to do. Just because you leave money on the table every Sunday morning, that don't mean you're going to get saved. That don't mean you save. That ain't mean you fill in the Holy Ghost. That just means you putting money on the table. But money ain't going to get you in the kingdom. Jesus will get you into the Amen. kingdom. Oh, my God. Amen. Talk to me. Talk Amen. to me real good. My God. You, you want to you walk. You want to walk, but you're held, you're, you're high, your head held up and your chest stuck out, but you know you ain't saved. You know, you know, let me tell you what, you know that you know that you know you ain't saved because you know, you know yourself. Ain't nobody got to try to, how to make it, try to make you feel bad. But when you don't, you don't express all the nine gifts of the spirit, something wrong, something missing. 
Yes, yes. Well, he spoke. He spoke. He spoke to us in the book of Galatians about the nine gifts, the nine fruits of the spirit. So if you don't have no long suffering, if you don't have no joy, if you don't happiness, you don't have all those gifts, you can't get in the kingdom. I don't care how much money you give. I don't care how much you do. I don't care what you do for everybody else. It don't matter. You can't. You don't have the right. Ticket to get in the kingdom if you don't have all the attributes of Christ. Uh oh. Amen. Amen. You can't get in there if you don't know Amen. Jesus. Amen. If you don't have the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Not the power of your pastor's Holy Ghost. Not the Uh-oh. power of your, your grandma's Holy Ghost. That the power of your Auntie Baby Nim Holy Ghost. But you've got to have the power, the dudamous power in God that moves in you now once you are filled with the Holy Ghost. Some of us are half filled with the Holy Ghost. Some of us are partially filled with the Holy Ghost. Sometimes I heard some people, I'm going to lay my Holy Ghost down for a minute. I'm going to whoop your behind. No, no, no. Where in the Bible you show me from the beginning of the book to the end of the book that you have the power and the authority to lay your, your, your Holy Ghost down so you can fight. Well, you can lay your husband down so you can cuss yeah. folks out. You can lay your holy down, holy ghost down just for a minute so I can tell somebody how you really feel. Oh, no, that's not in the book. Baby, was in the book? Please text it to me. Write it to me. Do read it to me anywhere. I'm going, I want to know where part of the Bible it is in Hallelujah. You've got to have some love. We've got to have some self-control. You can't love everybody else and you can't love your wife. You can't love everybody else and you can't respect your life or your husband. You can't love everybody else and give everybody else what you say you feel with the Holy Ghost. I just want you to know, you might be filled with something, but that won't be the Holy Ghost. And yeah, I can tell it. You know why I can tell it? Because I can tell you what the book says. The book says, without God, no man shall see God. Jesus. Without God, no man shall see God. Not no man without God. You can't see your pastor standing the gap for you. Show me where it is in the book that you can stand. Your pastor going to stand in the gap for you. Show me. If it's in the book, I apologize. I haven't found it yet. I've been digging. I've been digging. I've been praying. I've been trying to ask God because I don't want to speak a false doctrine. I want to, I don't want to teach something that's not the will of God. I don't want to die and be lost because I'm teaching somebody else that's not the right thing. So if I'm wrong at any time, somebody send me the scriptures, send me what the word says that I have not found yet. Maybe somewhere in the book that's hidden and I haven't seen it yet, but I want you to know that your pastor can't stand in the gap for you when you die. No, you're going to stand in the gap for who you are. If you're a hellion, you're going to hell. I don't care what you're good in the place. I don't care what you did to anybody else. 
I don't care what you, you took everything and give to everybody else and you live on bread and potatoes for the rest of your life. The bottom line, you can't buy your way into the kingdom of God. You can't buy your way into God's glory. You cannot move into to the realm of the spirit. Act like a hellion. Act like you're a horse. Like you don't care about nobody. You ain't got no love. You ain't got no tenderness. You ain't got no gentleness. You ain't got no kindness. You ain't got no long suffering. You can't get in the kingdom that way. The Bible says for holy, holy, the whole earth is full of your glory. Hallelujah. Come on, come on. Walk in it. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of God. That's why he was trying to say, God, I I don't understand this thing. I I don't, I, I don't want to make it right. So he said in the second verse, he said, and above it I stood a seraphim. And each one had six wings and twain. Uh, he, hallelujah, he covered his feet and hallelujah. So he's describing what he sees. So here Isaiah was trying to explain with his earthy words that what he saw in the spirit realm, that he saw seraphims. He saw seraphims. And the word seraphims means I saw the burning ones. I saw the fiery ones. I saw the anointed ones. I saw God himself. I saw him high and lifted up. I saw them for myself. Hallelujah. And said, Behold, above him I saw uh, the seraphims, the burning ones. Each one had six wings, and Queen of Covram had faces. So he was describing how these people were, and they had the wings, and they had the feet, and all these attributes, and they were around, around the throne of God. And one, Isaiah said, I heard this. I saw how they were, they were flying around the throne. He said, and one cried out unto the other one, saying, holy, sanctified, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his Glory and the pulse of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled but spoke. Amen. So here, Paul, he this is how he was just he was describing what he saw. Then he saw in this big temple, he saw he saw God moving around, and he saw these creatures, and it looked like they had wings. Hallelujah! And they seemed like they had feet. Hallelujah! And they saw these things around him. The seraphims were moving around the temple. They were roving around in the presence of God, and they saw these things, and he knew he was in the presence of God. You can't get in the presence of God doing anything you want to. You can't be in the presence of God saying what you want to say. You can't go in the spirit realm with God when you're out of order with God. I don't care what nobody says. When you 
you don't know Jesus and the part of his sins and you do not walk in the gifts of the Spirit, you cannot enter into the space of God out of order with God. Why? Because you're unclean, you're unthankful, you're unholy, and you're desperate. You're walking in an adversarial state that you are not walking in the place and the spirit realm of God. My God. Walk in it, prophet. You cannot walk in a place with God and you're out out of order with God. Hallelujah. And it said in verse 6, it says, And then flew one of the seraphims unto me. So one of those burning, burning creatures, fiery and anointed, it came to me. God, am I so worthy that you allowed the angels, you allowed the seraphims, you found the burning ones that was going before the throne of gross, that you could, you would allow them to come to me, God. I am not worthy of your grace. I am not worthy of your anointing. I am not worthy, God. I am an unclean person. One of the prophets said, I am unclean. I am undone. But God, you sent them to me. You sent them to me. Verse 7 says, and he laid it upon my mouth. Like some of us saints, we need our mouth burned with something because some of the stuff that come out of my mouth and not just sort of things in our mouth, but, but things that come of our spirit. Because you know what? God even, God reads your thoughts. So even if it might not come out of your mouth, but God knows what's in your thoughts. God knows what's in your spirit. God knows mm-hmm. what you're thinking before you think it. God is God is so powerful that before you think 365, God even knows that 365 is coming out of your spirit. Hallelujah. Because God is an intimate God. God knows you. God knows all your dirt. God knows all your things you've done in your life. God knows even the secret things of your heart. God knows you. God knows who you are. Mm. So when you think God already thought about you, God knew your mama before you met your daddy. God knew everything about you. And when you leave this earth, if earth still live, God will already know about you because you will just be in the ground. But the spirit will realm in a different place with you. There's nothing sitting, hidden under the Son of God. Anytime we might think we got something secret and things we'll never know, there's something somehow, some way, I believe that when we die and we leave this earth, some things will come out. That's why sometimes you find all these, these men have all these children, and all of a sudden at the funeral, at the children, you got all these baby daddies, all these children from coming from here and there and everywhere mm-hmm. because they had all these secrets from all these extra children, all these extra baby mamas, and all this, that's another. Because sometimes the don't even come out to after you gone. Oh my God. Because we live in an unholy, unthankful, unclean life. But we walking around like we sanctified. Yeah, we sank we crankified. 
We're not walking in his will. We're walking oh, our Lord. ways. We're walking in our attributes. We do what we want to do when we want to do it. We say what we want to say when we want to say it. We go where we want to go when we want to do it. We do what we want to do. Hallelujah. We cheat. We lie. We fornicate. We do whatever we want to do. And we feel like nobody going to know. Ain't nobody going to find out. But I want you to know my Bible oh. tells us that nothing's hidden under the sun. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's right. Man, That's what my Bible That's says. He right. says, nothing hidden under the sun. So don't ever think that you gonna get away with anything. In fact, you won't get a, you won't get away with anything. And I think some folks live here for a long time to get back a lot of things that they put out because they have to leave here. Because the Bible tells us that what a man sow you shall reap. So that means it ain't saying that you're gonna yeah. reap it in hell or reap it in hell. He says, But you shall reap what you sow. You might not have got it yet, but the Bible says you shall reap what you sow. So we have to learn that when we put out, it is command that God says that you won't get it back. Oh. Now God will give us grace with it, but you will get back what you put out. Yes. Amen. You might cuss and say. Cussing, cussing, cussing. And you look around, you have a little grandchild just coming out and just cussing and cussing and cussing. And you say, oh, why do I look Johnny talking like that? Well, that, that's the spirit in you. That pet, that spirit done transferred from grand, grand, grandfather to grandson from great-grandson. Them spirits in you, your alcoholic, all that alcoholic demon spirits, they're in your transferred in your DNA. Hallelujah. You got all those drug spirits in your bloodline. All that's coming through your bloodline. And it's coming from your bloodline, except you pray, and God, you block that time. You cut it up. You destroy it in the spirit. Why? Because it moves from bloodline to bloodline. Yes, it does. You even talk to a doctor. will tell you. Why do you think of the doctor? Well, what did your mama die from? Uh, what did your sister die from? Why? Because it's running in your bloodline, and your bloodline is your DNA. Deoxyribonucleic. That means that your bloodline, well, you know what? You need to be, when you get saved, you supposed to be walking in a new bloodline of Jesus Christ. And that bloodline of Jesus will stop me from cursing. That bloodline of Jesus will make me treat people right. The bloodline of Jesus will let me say I'm sorry. The blood of bloodline will make me do what's right when I do wrong. The bloodline of Jesus will say, God, what must I do be to say? That bloodline of Jesus says, I'm not going to do what I used to do. I'm not going to go where I used to go. I'm not going to treat people the way I used to be. Why? Because the bloodline have said, oh, you are belong to Jesus now. You can't do that anymore. And the, and the conscience in you will say, oh, don't do that. Even when you want to say, the, the Holy Ghost said, no, 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 don't say that. Why? Because the bloodline there is supposed to get in there and stop your lips, stop your mouth, stop your stinking thoughts, stop your thinking mindset, stop lying, stop cheating, stop whore hopping, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of us have bad, dark days. All of us had bad days. All of us have done things wrong. It's all of us. Come on. Yes, sir. 
But when you know better, you ought to do better. When you know right, you need to choose right and not do wrong. When you know the bloodline, you are confessing faith. You are confessing Jesus Christ. And why confess it and not possess it? Why? You just wasting my time. You wasting no time because you 60, you 70, you 80 years old and you still lying. You still don't do right. You still don't want to pay your tithes. You still don't want to do nothing. And you know it's right. You know what the words say. But yeah, you do it anyway. Oh, I'm just going to church. Oh, I'm just loving the Lord. Oh, I'm just loving the pardon and all of his sins. And I'm just so loving. I'm so full of the God. You know, but you're lying. You're cheating. You're fornicating. You're doing all kinds of stuff. And then the scripture comes and talk about holy, holy. The whole earth is full of holy, holy. Some folks don't like the word holy. They'll preach a lot. Yeah, you think about it. Just really think about it. How often many churches nowadays you hear them preaching about holiness? Now. Not many. And when they do, they you don't hear no they don't hear no uh no pre hell holiness or hell. No, you don't get no 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 them them old fashioned. Now it's oh give me the faith of God and I want the faith of God, and I want the money of God, and I'm just what God wants to be rich, and I'm going to wake up in the morning, and I'm going to be a millionaire, and all oh, the next year, I'm going to be full of God, I'm going to fill all the mansions in the sky, and I'm going to get miraculous, and this, that, and that. Well, it might happen, and it might not happen, but you know what? I'm going to put my stake, my claim on the Word of God. I'm going to stake claim, or I'm going to live holy. I'm going to stake my claim on living for God. I'm going to stake my claim that if you don't want to do right, get the hell out of my life. I'm ready to go see the king. I want to live for life. I want to live for him. I don't want to play games no more. I'm too old. I'm too tired. And thank God I dye my hair. It's not great because you know what? I try to do the best thing I can. And I don't want no more mess no more. If you don't like me, get out of my way. Get out of my life. Get out of my way. I need Jesus. Christ and all of his part of every sin every day in my life. Because if I want to holy, I've got to be holy. I can't pretend it and not possess it. I can't say I'm filled and I'm walking in the mind of God and cuss you out. I cannot say I'm walking in the holiness of God and I won't take care of my household. I can't tell you I'm walking in the mind of God and I can't do what the book, the holy book says, not what the preacher says, not what the teacher says. And it's good. You need a teacher. But when you grow up, grow up, get up, get your Bible, get your pencil, and say, God, teach me the word of God for myself. I don't want to be intimidated. I don't want to be schemed. I don't want to be scammed. I don't want to be fooled. I don't want to end up in the wrong place. I don't want to end up in hell because I'm talking I'm going to heaven. God, teach me your word, your precepts. Mm. Yes, but the word said holy, holy, holy. It's just the whole earth of full of your glory that I saw Isaiah, our God on the throne, high and lifted up. And was God was high above me. And I saw him. And I saw the seraphim. I saw the holy angels running around the foam and jumping and shouting and praising God. I saw, I experienced the power. 
power and the fire of God in my life. I experience who he is. I experience God for myself. I, ain't nobody going to tell me. I experience him in the, my death of my depression. I, I experience those things of God. I will never be the same again. Don't be telling me you got this and you ain't got it. Either you got it or A. Even you're going to do it now or you ain't going to do it. But just get out of my way. I want to do what Jesus called me to do. I might not have a church. I might not have this. But the one thing I do know, Paul said, push in those things which are behind me. And I go forward. I'm not going backwards. I'm not going in mess. I'm not going in hoeing and cheating. I'm not going back to computer where people are going to leech me out of dime every dime I got. And I ain't got no money. I ain't got no power. I ain't got no car. I ain't got nothing substantial. If I die to my what can I leave my children? Uh-oh. Come on. Come on. You want to beat up car that is falling apart. What you going to leave your children? What you going to leave okay. your wife? What you going to leave your husband? What you, what, and most of all, what characteristics that your children can stand over your body at the funeral home and say, you know what? My father was a good father. My father taught me right. I, 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 he was a good dad. He, he gave, he showed me right. Maybe I didn't do wrong, but, but what going you, what are your children going to say about you when you leave this earth? Amen. Was daddy was a hellion? Was daddy was a whore hopper? Was mama was a whore hopper? Was mama had a whole bunch of women? Was mama having an alternative lifestyle that mama wasn't really, didn't really want a man? Daddy wanted mama, a girl wanted a woman? No, 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 no. Holy, holy, holy. The whole earth is hard. God holds us responsible. I saw the other day, now these parents are saying, look at him. Oh, son, you just decide what sex you want to be in. When you get a certain age, you can choose whatever sex you want to be in because you just you just got so much mind. You're just so smart, little darling. That whatever child, whatever woman, well, if you want to be a girl, you just be a girl. And if you want to be a boy, you just be a boy. Uh, but, but if you want to be a girl and act like a boy, but that's okay. Mama just loves you anyway, and I love you, and God loves you. And not saying, that, no, you're full of hell. I love you, baby, but you're going to hell. God brought you in like a girl. And you need to go out like a girl. Hallelujah. We can't play with Satan anymore. We've played with Satan so long. That's why the enemy, that's why the enemy has gained so much strength. Why? Because we've been tippy-tapping, tippy-toeing around the Word of God. We've been tippy-toeing around relationships. We've been tippy-toeing. Some of us know we need to have, have marriage counseling. Some of us know, no, we need to go. You, When you're weak, you're weak, you don't want to do anything. You're weak, but you're intimidated, and you don't want to work better. You don't want to do any better. Why? Because you're intimidated. You're not weak. You're strong when you get into the things of God. You're strong when I make a mistake and I know I do it right. You're strong in Him and the power of His might. Oh my God. You walk in it. Walk in it. Walk in it. Let Him use you. But in the holiness of God. In 2020, God wants us to walk in the holiness of God. Walk in his precepts. Walk in his plan. Walk in his way. Do what he's called us to do. And because tomorrow is not promised. 
Amen. You wonder why these preachers, some of these people now, they'll tell you up front, I don't want to go to church and be saved. I see more, more folks in the church acting more foolish than me. I leave the liquor store and some of the safes going in the liquor store with their bottles. They they, 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 they leave the they leave the church house and go across the street to the liquor store and go on and get them a bottle of beer and drive home with the bill. I don't want to be like them. No, that's the church. I don't want no parts of the church. Why? Because our reputation has gone so bad because they see how we act. They see how we treat each other. They see how we lie and we cheat on their job. We see these things. Uh, the preachers go on with the, with, the, with the people in the church. The pastors are living with the, uh, sleeping with the lay members. The, the pastors are doing all the kinds of things. The pastors, male pastors are laying up with lay members that are male. All this mess going on in the church. But you say that you're full of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, you're full. But I don't know what you're full of. But it ain't the Holy Ghost. It's my Holy Ghost. We got to walk like, talk right, live like, walk like God, talk like God, pray like God, be the mirror image. Because when I look in the mirror, I don't see Glenda. I got to see God. When you look in the mirror, sister, you got to see God for yourself. Because that's what the book says. Amen. 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 Now she goes. You know, I understand when y'all, you know, y'all young, y'all 20, y'all 30. Maybe even 40, but honey, when you get 50, you get 60, you get 70 years old, you still whore hopping, and you're still doing all this stuff. You, you one day, one man in the church, and another way, and the other man, you, 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 you doing one thing, and you living another. You living, you ain't living between college, uh, between two opinions. You just doing like you want to. Uh-uh. You ain't living between two opinions. You living like you want to. You want to live. You want. You want to live like a bastard child. Go ahead and be a bastard child. But if you want to live like holiness, live like holiness. Don't be so caught between the two. The Bible says, "I might as well you be hot or cold. Don't be no lukewarm." Jesus. That's the word. Say. I'm not telling. I'm telling the word. Say. You'll be. The, why you being lukewarm? If you want to be whore, it's going to be whore. But if you want to live like God, live like, don't be so caught between two opinions and you got to tell me about the word. Don't you can tell me the word all you want to. But when I start seeing you, when I see you living like the word, say, then I can, maybe I kind of listen to you. But when you ain't living like the word, say, I really don't want to hear what you got to say. I you know, like the kids say, bye, bye, Felicia. In other words, I don't want to hear what you got to say. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Go, girl. Yep. That's what the kids say. They say, bye, Felicia. That means, Felicia, don't hear me. Felicia, don't talk to me. Felicia, you're crazy. Felicia, I don't want to hear anything got to say because you know you lie. You know you lie. You lie to yourself. You lie to God. You lie to your children. You lie to everybody around you. And I want to see that you die and somebody tell, oh, what a wonderful man he was. Stop lying. You know he wasn't wonderful. You know he was a whore. You know he didn't treat his wife. You're right. He did. You know these things. I am so sick of going. I guess, I, maybe I guess I don't go to funerals no more because I'm sick of telling this. I don't want to hear this line. I'm t- I, I can't handle. It. I don't want to go. I don't. I'm telling you. I, I think I think I went to one or two funerals lately. I don't like to go to funerals no more because they be lying. They know. Oh, they know they be lying. Yeah, unless at that last moment before that last breath, and they confessed it and they went on to king. Uh-huh. That's what the kids say. Bye, Felicia. When you start talking to us, just tell your kids, bye, Felicia. Okay. That's all. They're going to say no. Just bye. Bye, Felicia. Stop lying. Bye, bye church folk. You're lying. Stop fornicating. Stop lying. Stop playing lotto. Lying. Lying. Ain't no lying. That, that word lotto ain't in the Bible. 
They use yep. the word in the Bible, gain. Look at the word gain, G-A-I-N, gain. They go have that gain. They take that little money and money and do what they want to. It ain't called lottery in the Bible, but it's called gain. So you search those scriptures on gain, and that means you ain't got you all that stuff. You need to take your money and the tithe. You need to take your money and take care of your family because at the end of the day, the, all that matters are those that love you and you love them will do right by you. Not you not even tell you what. Some of them Catholic churches and them Catholic, I ain't not picking the home, but they'll go and give your rights, your last rights to them. And once they make your little, your last rights, of, they think you're getting ready to die. They ain't coming back to no, They're not coming back to that place no more. They ain't coming sitting with you till you die. They just going to give somebody else the last rights. They just did what they had to. It's a job to them. It's not. It's not. It's not a calling. It's a job. They get. They. They. They're taken care of. Amen. Wow. But when we get in a place with God, just like Isaiah, he said, I, Isaiah saw the Lord high and lifted up. He said, and the train filled, the train was filled with his word, his power, his love. His glory, a representation of the power and the love and the decadence of who God is in us. And I've got to be the mirroring image of who God is no more, no less. Father, we thank you for the word tonight. God, we thank you that, God, we search our hearts tonight. God, we search our hearts, and I say we. God, we search our hearts as women and men of God that we are what we say we are. We're not bipolar saints, God. We come against every bipolar saint that one way and then they're another way. Do one thing, say another. God, we come against every bipolar saint on the earth that is not doing what God had called them to do. God, teach us to walk in holiness, talk in holiness, walk in the scriptures of God, because nobody can stand before God for us but you and us. You come as we leave this earth. We stand before God, and we answer for what we did do, and we answer for what we didn't do. We're not caught between two opinions. God let's take on the attributes of of Christ, take on the attributes of Paul, that when we call falls short, that we get up and we go again and we love on you. We pray you, God, we don't just take you for granted and just do what we want to do and just say, Lord, I'm sorry. God, just fill us. God, sanctify us. Say, sanctify, cleanse us. Wash us, hold us in the palm of your hands, God, because we don't want to die and go to hell and be lost, Jesus. Thank you, God, for holding us. Holding us and hold on to us, God. Wash our mouths, our minds, our spirits, our ins and our outs, because we just want to know you. 
I don't need a million dollars because if I die tonight, the million dollars gone to somebody else. And the Bible says that who knows that you can have all that money and all that money can go into a, to the head of a pool and be gone in the next six, or six months. But God, we need you. We need you. We need an intimate relationship with you. We need an intimate relationship with you, God, so that when you speak, we hear you in our spirit. When we do something, God, you let the Holy Ghost check us and put us back in right in the right standing with God. Let the Holy Ghost hover over us and keep us in the place that you called us. God, we're not calling. We're not asking you to forgive it again. God, we just want to be you. We want to be with you. We want to be in your spirit. We want to be in your way. We want to dwell in your temple. We want in the atmosphere with you and you alone. In the name of Jesus. God, we come against every granddaddy demon in our life. To come in every granddaddy demon in our life of drinking and smoking and getting high. We come against every demon in our spirit from every bloodline that's attached ourselves in the name of Jesus. We call holy, holy, holy. The whole earth is full of your glory. And we declare and declare that we walk in the mind of Christ, that we will do what God has called us. We will go what God has called us. And we'll not die and leave this earth until we have come completed our mission on this earth. Mm. Will not die and leave this earth with we not fulfilled our calling on this earth. This earth. This earth. Earth. We will not leave this earth Spiritually, until we have done all that God has called us to do. Prick our hearts to do right. Prick our hearts to live right. Prick our hearts that we want to be what the Holy One of Israel. Prick our hearts that we want to be what God wants to go. We want us to do. We want to be the mirror. We want to look in the mirror of God and not see Glenda, but see God. We want to look in the mirror and not see Erica, but we want to see God. We want to look in the mirror and see Ella Govan and see him. Hallelujah. We want to look in the mirror and see everybody in your spirit, God, not just us. Be in the spirit of God. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. And amen. amen. God amen. bless you. Amen. We thank God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Awesome, awesome word. Hallelujah. Is that Brother Jay? Is yes, that Brother Jay? Oh, there's yes, my Jay. I miss you. Oh, come on, say something, man. God, did I get to hear your, your voice? I hadn't heard your voice lately. Uh, 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 uh. I miss you too, mother. Oh no, I, I just enjoy. I just enjoy the the word um, so much. So the power that you just displayed was just fantastic. I was uh, shouting all over my apartment, and I had to check myself. So I didn't want to interrupt. 
God, you got to learn to shout around your own house, honey. Just take your phone with you. <laughs> uh-huh. And, 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 and Walmart now. And, and, and still saying, making a scene over here. Oh, God. Following me around, so we, got a, we got a crazy man in here. <laughs> I say no, I ain't crazy. I'm just, I'm just having a moment. Okay? You gotta, I, you gotta yeah. identify holiness and craziness. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you, like you said, they don't know. They don't know. But you gotta know that you know that you know. You gotta know that you know. That you know, that's right. Because you know, tomorrow's not promised. We don't know when we get up out of here. But as long as we're here, we got to do what God tells us to do. And we got yes, to ma'am. get in the Bible and build relationship mm-hmm. with Him. I don't want to leave here guessing whether I'm saved or not. I don't want to be guessing here. No, 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 no. When I go, I'm going. I'm going, but I'm going with a flurry because now I done done all that God called me to do. And we got to understand that no matter what happens, but you you got to live for Him mm-hmm. every day. Every day, Bible says, the new mercies I see, which when I get up in the morning, I see new mercy. I had the mercy that I had yesterday. I see some new mercy. Amen. Amen. I agree with everything, every single thing that you said. Amen. 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 Thank you, son. Thank you, God. Thank you, son. Praise God. God. Mother Skin, are you still on the line? Yes, Mother, I'm here. Okay. Wanted to say anything? I want to say you was awesome. As always. That's the word of God. It was right on top. Yes. Is Ella Goffin still on the line? Is Ella Goffin still on the line? Okay. Talk to me. Talk to me, preacher. I'm finna talk to you in a minute. Yeah. If I eat it, it Listen, that was, that was a powerful word on tonight. I really enjoyed every minute of it. Listen, you're a sledgehammer. If anybody's in the way, boy, they're going to get hit. So I just, yeah. <laughs> I just thank God for you because you really brought it home to me on tonight. Amen. Some things that I've done when I, you know, even though I was say, I'm saved and stuff, I did some crazy stuff. Amen. But I came to myself. I, listen, I don't want to be that lived all these years and, have, and uh, say I was saved and, and all the stuff I'm, I'm doing. I want to bring somebody to the Lord besides me. I want somebody else to go to heaven. If you don't live the right way you're supposed to, people are not going to follow you. If you don't live what you're talking about, people are not going to follow you. If you don't show yes. them Jesus, they're not going to follow you. So I just, yeah. I just made them my I'm going to live for the Lord because look what he's done for me. And it, yes. I, I can never pay him back. All I can do is, 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 is pay on it. But God has been good to me, and I thank God for you. Yeah, I'm our shit here, bro. I thank God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, I thank God. Amen. Amen. That's what I say. From now on, when y'all get upset, just say, oh, bye, Felicia. That's all. 
And you got to worry about the, the, a lot of the kids know what that means. Bye, Felicia. That means I'm not arguing with you. You're just as foolish as I am if I argue with you. Bye. Bye. Go now. <laughs> Amen. Okay, Amen. I got to, I got to see my king. We got uh, prophetess, prophetess Daphne. God bless you, sis. Yes, sister Daphne. Daphne. Blessings, blessings. I got I got on I got on a bit late, but from what I heard when I jumped on, um, prophetess Lynn, you were putting the devil to an open chain. You were exposing <laughs> each and every spirit, and you had a whip, and you took that whip, and you said, in the spirit, and not the mess out of it all. That's what I heard. I heard, I heard you giving it a beat down. That's called a WWF holy thing. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what it needed to be said, and you said it, Okay. That's what I heard tonight. Amen. Amen. WWF, holy beatdown. That's right. I like that. I love that one. Holy beatdown. I know Erica liked that one. Holy Holy beatdown. We thank God, everybody, on tonight for tuning in. Amen. And we are getting ready to meet her. Uh, tune in uh, throughout the weekend, man, especially on Sunday morning. Uh, we have our podcast in the morning at 11 o'clock, uh, Sunday morning, man, and then Sunday night, raw. We'll be back on the radio at uh, 7 o'clock, also uh, Eastern Standard Time. We have an upcoming announcement for uh, an order of elevation and ordination, amen, for uh, Deacon Skinner being elevated to an elder, amen, and also... Uh, Pastor Rosemary is uh, being uh, elevated as well on that day, October 22nd. Amen. That is going to be the holiday in sweet and in the city of Plantation. City of Sunrise will give you a little bit more details for those who want to, amen, uh, support these dynamic women, amen, as they go forth. Amen. It's Eagle Life Restoration Ministries and also Women's Fire Change and Prayer Ministry. Thank you, O God, for releasing into the atmosphere. Thank you for the healing 
understanding that it's taking place. In Jesus' name we pray. May the sweet coming in of the Holy Spirit continue to rest through the body in his kingdom forever. Until we meet again next time. Amen on ELR, Prophetic Shift, the Mantle of Prayer. God bless you. God bless everybody. God bless everybody. God bless you.